You might recall from episode four from like a really long time ago that I said I'd take the SAT and I meant it. I mean it. I am going to take the SAT, but first I got to register for the damn thing. And that, uh, turns out, is an epic process of its own, which gives us a window into the behemoth operating these exams known as the College Board and provides opportunities to discuss the college admissions process in general via simply registering for this test. I get help from my friend, test prep and college access expert with the Princeton Review, Akil Bello. Welcome to The Crush. Welcome to The Crush. I'm Davin Sweeney, and I'm a college admissions counselor who's pushing 40, and I want to take the SAT again for some reason. Uh, Today's a longer one, so I don't want to spend too much time on the intro, except to say that I think the conversation ahead is an attempt to peek a little bit behind the curtain there at the college board and to document what students go through as they run the testing gauntlet, which is one of many gauntlets that they must run while running the most giant uber gauntlet of them all which is actually applying to college i want to know what they go through as i've said before it's clear that probably close to 100 percent of college admissions professionals who judge students on the relative strength of their scores haven't themselves taken the test since high school i'm hoping to start a trend an empathy trend something tells me it won't catch on but it's worth a shot Akil, my guest today, being particularly interested in the experiences and outcomes of low-income minority and first-generation collegians, is particularly attuned to what kinds of barriers simply registering for the test may present to these groups of students. The College Board's an easy target. You know, I think we both know that, and they aren't this monolith that only administers the SAT, but let's face it, it's the thing they're most known for. So we'll take a few swipes in good fun and hopefully provide a little useful analysis over the next hour. Uh, there were a few technical glitches that hopefully go undetected, but in case you do detect them, you, you haven't gone crazy. That, that happened on my end. I spoke with Akil Bello live and direct from the Crush Studios at my home in Harlem, New York. We're recording. Exciting. Welcome to the Crush Studios, Harlem, New York. Um, are you all good over there? I am. You're all, set, I'm all up. set up. Um, special coffee poured for you in the Star Trek coffee mug. Uh, we don't just let anybody use that. I feel privileged. Okay, good. So one of the things that I wanted to start off with, because you're here to help me register for the SAT. All right. Okay. And I have no idea if they're even going to let me. Um, actually, I know a little bit about that because I tried once and they were like, you're a grown up. It's not going to work. So we have to engage in a little bit of duplicity, I think, which right off the bat doesn't sound good. I'm but giving I, you a, a, you see my frowny I see look. Your stern, All yeah, right. your stern look. Like right. it's, you, you've definitely wagged your finger emphatically at me here good, good, good. but before we get into that uh one of my favorite things about about you and there are many many things um you're you're you've got to be one of the most active humans on twitter <laughs> not just in terms of you know posting things but um but changing your your twitter handle <laughs> right so what is your twitter handle right now valar examinilis oh it's because 
Now, it's because Game of Thrones is is on Sunday. Game of Thrones is on Sunday. So you just changed it. Yes, I it did. It used to be DJ Valid. That's right. You have to say it properly. DJ Valid! <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, now I have to pron- be able to even pronounce your, you know, Latin, your fake Latin or whatever. <laughs> your Game of Thrones one. That's right. Um, what is it again? One more time. It's. Oh, wait. Let me check it because I, too, had to figure it out. It is Valar Examinulus. Okay, what does it mean? All men must test. <laughs> <laughs> and by men, we just mean people. We just mean right? people. Right, I mean, they, you know, it's a gender neutral uh, in the original. This, this, but the well, translation, we have a problem, right? I'm not sure about that. Game of Thrones does not go for the whole, you know, all-inclusive things. They're straight up. Yeah, gully. That's why the women are about to just take it. That's right, because nobody's gonna give it to them. That that is true. So it's with this in mind, though. This 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 evolution, this constant changing of your of your of your Twitter handle. That uh, I, I have a list of ideas for you. Okay. Because tr- you, what you've done here is you've you've taken a break from from your traditional um, routine of changing your Twitter handle to basically be a combination of a rapper's name and some sort of testing concept. That's true. Right? That is true. So, what are some of the other ones that you've had? Oh, let's see. Uh, Dr. Gieri. Yep. Um, what else have we done? Oh, there have been so many. Yeah, I know. Um, wait, wait. Oh. oh SAT Lil- Pain. SAT Pain. That was a good one. Okay. Um, Lil Wayne Camara. Okay. That was that was fun. What's that? Now, you're going to have to translate that. Uh Wayne, we know who Lil Wayne is. Yes, we do know who Lil Wayne is. I hope. I <laughs> There's hope. a certain half of this equation you will not have to translate. <laughs> the other half, absolutely, for some people. Wayne Camaro was one of the chief researchers and psychometricians, both at College Board and currently at ACT. Okay, all right. That is some inside friggin' baseball. That is some inside. Yeah, but that's baseball. why we got you here. Because I, I, we need to. Uh, this is where we're going. We're going all the way inside to this thing, man. All right. Okay. Now here are some. Here's some. Feel free to use any of these, okay? Okay. Slick Rick, the graphing calculator. <laughs> as opposed to ruler. That's, that's amazing. Okay, Quite all right. Long. There's more. Uh, S-A-T-H-O-D man. Another one you have to say, right? Uh, S-A-T-I. But you T-Pain, like that I, makes I, it T-I. It doesn't... I, I, I got you. Uh, Andre 1600. I did think I did that one. Okay, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I mean, there's only so many. I'm sure you did, right? There's some really obvious ones that I just didn't even put on here because they're stupid. The notorious SAT and did, stuff like did that. that probably, okay, I mean, yeah. not that it's stupid if you did it. I'm sure. It was no, no, really understood. Well um, uh, ASAP Testy. Ooh, with the S with the. I, I'm with you. I like okay, that. Okay, okay. Like uh, Sir Prepalot. That works. Uh, too short. As in, like maybe I need some accommodations. I need a little extra time while I'm taking the exam. I feel like that's a little. That's a little much, right? It's, yeah, it's got to. Okay. got to get it to work. What about uh, thirty-six Savage? Twenty-one Savage being one of these up-and-comers, one of these ones that the kids are listening. Is to. that not pop? I don't know. Okay, it's just a thing I I'll see. I'll have to find out what that okay. is first. Uh, Pusha SAT. Do you know Pusha T? I don't. Okay, all right. Some my are, my rap knowledge some of these are a little wet, are wet gets coast, okay? really and shaky after the year 2004 okay. or so. David Coleman Banner? Nice. Okay. Nice. I did David Solman at one point. Mm. Soul it wasn't, Man. <laughs> yes. God, what a terrible movie. 
Oh my god. Never see that movie. Anyone? Please just see that movie. The terribleness needs to be appreciated. It's a it's a man the movie is a man in blackface. Yes it is. Who the entirety of goes the through life well, period of his life. College, I believe. Right. Understanding what it's like to be a black person because he's wearing a horrible, horrible, horrible blackface. That is true. And this was actually made and released in theaters. Legally. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes, yes, it was. Uh, okay, a couple more and then we're done. Funkmaster Test Flex. Little shout out to the to the Rochester Test Flex nice. policy that you know NYU in there too. Okay. <laughs> nice. Um, for some reason, I wrote future. I don't know why. Maybe just because this is about all about your future. Right. It defines your future. Um, Iowa City. I put that like flow Rida, like Florida. Oh. Iowa City in Iowa City is where the ACT. That's gotcha. that's yeah, not. That's that a, I did okay. something with flow Rida. Oh wait, here's one I like. Inspect your test. I do like that. All Wu Tang Clan okay. references are appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, like what? You know, have you done an, an an old dirty version? Like a? I did not get an old dirty version. I don't think I've gotten much Wu Tang work. Um, I did. I have. I pulled up a list. I actually keep. A, oh, okay. I do keep a list. Okay, and then I got little little Yachty, except you spell it A C. You leave the H out. Was it A C T in the middle? All right. Okay. He's one of the new ones, right? I don't yeah. really know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so anyways, there's some there that might work for you. That, that, I like that list. I'm going to have to come back to that. So you understand why you're here today. I'm, I'm here to help you do something. Yeah. Um, you, as people, I mean, this has been something that's kind of plagued me for a long time. A long time ago, one of my very first podcasts I did with your friend and mine, Adam Ingersoll, I've, I've, I've pledged to take the SAT. And then I just never did. Uh, and, and a couple of things happened that kept me from doing that, namely the fact that they, they kicked out everybody who appeared to not be a student from the very first sitting of it. Were you registered for that one? No. Okay, I was. I got kicked out. <laughs> you know, but, and then since then, there have been many, many, many subsequent sittings of this, and I've not had the opportunity to, to, to do it. Um, but I'm here to remedy that at long last, okay? Um, so... Uh, you you remember the, the the interview with Adam? Is there anything you want to refute or push back on? Maybe no. it's his age or height. Well, his height is it's ridiculous. It's, yeah. it's it, you know, but that at least is balanced with his you know age. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, so. no, I don't think there's anything that that push backable. So give give the folks at home a little recap of who you are and what you do. So who I am and what I do. I am a test prep, what one might call an expert. I hate that word because so many people just throw it out there arbitrarily. Um, but I've been doing test preparation in one form or another since 1990. Mm-hmm. I have taught every test you've probably ever heard of, not just the college ones, but also for high school entry, middle school entry, college, you know, grad school entry, all of the tests. So basically, And here in New York, we've got a lot of tests. Yes, we do. I mean, we've got, you know, my daughter is four she's going to kindergarten, you know, before too long, she'll be given the opportunity to take an exam to yep. place her on a talented and gifted sort of track or not, right? She'll be given, I believe, the only opportunity because if you are gifted at five, you are gifted forever. That's right. Right. So I certainly felt that way. That's exactly, you know, I'm, I peaked at five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's been all downhill since then. I disagree. Then. <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy, but there's test prep for that for four-year-olds. There is, there is. There was a great article about some private, some kindergartens changing their testing requirement just to deal with some of the test prep folks. Right. Um, so 
I've done test prep for a long time in every form, from tutoring to writing, developing questions. I ran my own business for about 11 years, and now I help other people, help organizations figure out test prep. Got it. So do you work for Princeton Review still? I do work for Princeton Review. That's right. I've been at Princeton so, Review for about three years now. Does, does Princeton Review have anything to do with the, the school of Princeton? No. Is it There's like, actually a disc- disclaimer, 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 Princeton Review, Princeton, separate, separate things. God forbid we use the same colors. Right. But, um, boy, that name probably can't hurt, right? I Draw would imagine people not. into its, uh, its right. product sales yes. uh, opportunities. Okay. Um, well, I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad to, to help. Now, one of the things that, that I realized a long time ago when I first started to do this was, uh, you know, I set up this account, and they said, sit in, settle in, it might take 40 minutes. Is that true? It could take 40 minutes. Okay, yeah. we better get we better get started here. Um, so here's what I've done. Akil here in the Crush Studios, uh, sitting at the table uh, with me. Uh, the windows are open because it's 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 finally a cool day. Yesterday was was Satan's armpit uh, here in New York City. But you're gonna hear some sounds from from the out, outdoors. You know, you're gonna hear God knows what sirens, horns. Uh, you know, fun things like that. Uh, but um, more to the point, I've shared my screen with him, and I'm going to go through the College Board registration here. And I've noticed something right off the bat, um, that when I try to register for the SAT, uh, I am presented with a, a, a really big no-no. And let me find it and show you what it looks like. Um, so this big no-no says... Sorry, the site you're trying to access is designed for students only. Your account profile is set as an education professional. To access this site, log out and sign back in with a student account. So as an educational professional, I'm not allowed to register for the SAT. Correct. Okay. So now I have to go and create a new account that says that I'm a student. Correct. Okay. So I'm going through here, general student information. And right away, first name, last name, sex. I see two options. Correct. I think that's a little behind the times. That is behind the times. Yeah. I'm going to put mine, which is male, but that's, that's behind the times. Um, I'm also going to put my correct address because, or my correct date of birth, because I have to show ID when I get correct. there, and it needs to match up. Correct. Okay. So they're going to know already here, I'm a 37-year-old person. Now, to be fair, okay. all of this is security. They really don't want people going in there just to find out what the questions are and then pass them on to others. It's a lot of it's security, making sure that you're taking it for the reason you're supposed to take it. I was actually surprised that they hadn't in the past forbidden old people from taking the test. So I am going to put my real graduation year here, which was a long time ago. It was 1998. Things are going to get weird. Okay. Yeah. What does that mean? Because they're going to try to associate you with your school and when you graduated and things like that. But but, but I could have just been, I mean, I yeah. could have been finally here at 37, finding my way to college. Correct. Finding my way into an undergraduate experience. Correct. Admittedly, some of these places, it's weird, right, to be somebody like that. You right. know, a non-traditional student is the, uh, the politically correct nomenclature for an old student. Correct. An old person in your class. That's right. So I would be a non-traditional student. So username and password. Let's try, you know, something like this here. And I knew this was going to be pretty compelling uh, radio here. Um, okay, choose security question. 
Oh, don't look at this. Don't look at this. Let's see which one. Um, the name of my first pet. What school did you attend in sixth grade? I remember that. I'm impressed. Okay. I remember nothing beyond <laughs> high school. <laughs> so I may opt in to monthly student newsletter alerts. I don't even want to do that. Um, I'm noticing a parent information here. Uh, not required. Not required. So I'm going to leave it alone. I am going to agree with the terms and conditions. I like that you're agreeing to them unread. That's, you know, I think I get it. Um, sorry for the inconvenience, but we encountered an error with our system. Please oh. try again later. That's awesome. <laughs> Here's where we need the, the, uh, the uh, soundboard, yeah. right, in the studio. I'll work on that for next time. So I'm not sure what happened there. I have a I have an escape plan here, Akil, though, in case right. this doesn't work because I'm I'm you know they're making it extremely difficult for me to register. And here's the point, you know, for those of you who do not have photographic memory of, of the conversation with Adam, uh, the reason that I want to do this is in part, you know, to just sort of face my fear, uh, which is pretty massive when it comes to tests and specifically the SAT because I felt like it was just going to, it took my life straight off the tracks and, and put them right in the gutter, right? Like in terms of future opportunities, which turned out not to be true. But on the other hand, you know, I am uh, a college admissions counselor and I need to, I should know what's on this test, right? I should know, I think, I think it would be helpful to have a degree of, uh, of familiarity with this that you know would give myself that much more of a understanding empathy etc for the scores that i am looking at while reading applications and and passing judgment on them i think every admissions counselor everyone in enrollment management should be forced to retake the test probably every five to ten years mm -hmm. um and i think it, and and Actually, I think it's for those people that scores should matter. If you score below the average of an 11th grader in reading, not in math, you can't do your job. You're not allowed. Because, <laughs> because chances are you're going to bomb the math. I mean, I, I, right. I bombed it anyways. I know that I did. Right. You know. Um, Once you get out of high school, unless you are actually in a math field the amount of math that you're exposed to grows increasingly narrow, right? So it's always interesting to me when I see, like, there was this article in New York Times about some engineer who took the geometry regents and did terribly and was criticizing the test. It made me laugh because I think it was an engineer, but whatever his profession was, there was no real connection to high school geometry. So of course you didn't do well. It's a whole bunch of stuff you don't remember and have no exposure to on a daily basis. So the math makes sense that the older you get, the less you're going to remember of it. But reading and writing, those skills should actually grow. You would think. You would think. Um, unless you're spending a lot of time having to actually do math you know, in your day to day, which is that most of us aren't. So your math skills are probably not gonna grow. Mm -hmm. But also the, 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 the math you do in your day to day is very narrow. Right? No one's sitting there doing, you know, I, can't, I, I studied architecture, and since I got out of school, I, unless I was dealing with a test, there's no exposure to triangles. Right. Right. So, you know, the, the fields in which you do math narrows. It's grocery shopping and checkbook balancing. 
mm-hmm. if that's still even a thing. Checkbook balance. <laughs> Let me go ahead and date myself. Yeah, damn it. Right. That's all right. We know what in general. You're right. About, exactly. You know, yeah. Exactly. Budgeting. Right. You know, per, you adding know, and subtracting. Personal finance. Right. Right. You know, home uh, economics. Right. Um, th- the College Board just hates me. Whatever's going on right here. They're spitting back everything. They're saying it doesn't work. Out of you know, they're telling me that the things that I've registered are are in fact there and they associated with an account, but they're not letting me sign in using that. I, I they're right away. I'm getting a strong feeling like we know who you are. We know that you're trying to kind of mess around here, and we we don't want you to to, to, to register for the SAT. Right now, I'm ready to quit and say thanks for coming. Yeah. Well, well, we let's also caveat that right. All of that is conflict between professional account and student account, so it's not something students will run into. I think there's a certain fairness to it being annoying for adults, mm-hmm. who, who again, let's let's run the assumption yeah, who that who are most of the adults that would be taking this would be people like you, right? Right, test prep people, things like that. There's 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 not a high likelihood. I would wonder, and they didn't release those numbers. I wish the College Board had released those numbers when they actually made the the, the protocol change, right? To say. The number of people who are identified as legitimate non-traditional students was X percent, right? Like, you know, year to year, we've had 3% non-traditional students take the SAT because many colleges don't require it of them, right? So of the people over 25 who take the SAT, 97% can be traced to test preparation. If they say that this policy is a no-question policy. Right, but I have no idea whether those numbers are completely made up or not. I'm in. All right, look at that. We got it done. Wow. Okay, so I'm creating my student account. I'm going to go to register for the August SAT. Wait, hold right? on. Scroll down a little bit, see if there's a register for something else. This is what's not fun about the, about this site. The site's not particularly fun to navigate or easy to navigate. Right. If you don't want to take the August SAT, why are they putting that as the only registration in front of us? Okay. But I think if you start with August, you might be able to go somewhere else. Let's try. All right, now, here's, this is what I remember from last time. The first icon you see here is get comfy <laughs> with a picture of a little chair. When is the August SAT? August 26th. Now, August 26th. Mm-hmm. I could take that. You cannot take that. Why not? Because you're old. But, so, no old people. No old people. That's discriminatory. What sure. if I'm a real person that's really doing this? Then I think you can register for it and run the risk of being booted later. But can I register for it and be like, hey guys, P.S., I'm a real yes. non-traditional student. I believe like, they run you through some security check Okay. after a certain point. So it doesn't look like at this point it's going to give me the opportunity to register for something else. And I actually do want to take the test, so I don't want to register for the August exam. Hold on, let's see. Scroll down. There's no... That's it. Huh. Right. So I'm gonna try. Let's see here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back, um, and I'm gonna try and find a different one. I'm gonna go to my SAT here, and see what it looks like. And I'm back. I'm back in the registration. Let's just see what happens. Let's just see what happens. Um, okay, get started. I've registered before for the SAT by regular mail. Now, when I did this in 1997, <laughs> would that count? I'm going to say no. I don't think so. I'm going to say no. Yeah. Okay, personal information. Correct. Social security number. Optional. No No required start. Oh, thank God. Yeah. 
Well, and that's a good thing because we've got a lot of students in this country who don't have that. Correct. These would be students who might be called undocumented students or something, right? Who might not have that kind of a right. Now they do have again, like they have, they have or all the international students the, that, that yeah. are not American that right. don't have it, right? They have also the little information and scroll over there. See what that says, right next. Oh, to Oh, if I click right on the yeah. on the information on the on the little I, uh, it just tells you what it is. Yeah, you're not required. Yeah, yeah, okay, so I'm not going to do that. It's confirming a couple things. My high school, current grade level. Uh, I'm just going to put no longer in high school. There you go. Okay, um, my mailing address. I'm gonna put my real thing here. Now, when I put my mailing address, does this mean that um, I am going to? This is where I will be mailed all of the brochures. Correct. Right. When they sell your ad. Everything. I mean, when when yes, when they when <laughs> <laughs> when they sell your your information at forty nine mm. cents per mm. per okay. sale. Oh, I do have to put the name of my high school. All right, and. Um, I typically send it to a local high school where I know the college counselor. Okay. In hopes that they will see my name and my test scores. I'm going to put um, the real one that I went to. Nice. Um, not a big fan of it anymore, but that's okay. Um, let's see here. All right, there is. Is your old guidance counselor still there? No way. <laughs> no way. She's on a beach somewhere, I'm sure. Thinking not about me at all. Okay. We're good now, I think. Oh, my, my uh, I said I'm no longer in high school, but they want a valid date for my, for my graduation year. I mean, I did this. I'm no longer in high school. You guys select the year. Yeah, I don't know why they want a... What if you didn't graduate? Yeah. What if you took the GED? Yeah. And what if um, I didn't graduate between 2017 or 2024? That's... Like, now, again, I've got to engage in duplicity. That I'm no longer weird. in high school. So I'll just say I'm in eleventh uh, grade. What the heck? Let's pretend. Yeah. This isn't a damn legal. You right, know what right, I mean? right. Like, whatever. They, but um, they they forced that on you. Yes, I'm I'm being without. I mean, I had I have no choice but to select this right here. Right. Right. Wait, wait. I think your grade level doesn't match. If you're in eleventh grade, I'd now, be graduating in 2018. Yeah. yeah. Right. Of course. You didn't I'm select comfy. that you're interested in in getting your text messages from the college board. Oh, I guess I didn't. Um, but that's okay, because um, I get enough as it is, uh, and Twitter notifications from you. Um, start by telling us a bit about yourself, it says. Now, here are the things that I'm... Th these are demographic... Inf this is racial and ethnic information. Why do they care about this? Demographic studies. Performance is how they get the performance measures, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. um, you can choose, I do not wish to respond. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, always on the SAT, those who don't declare their race tend to be among the higher scorers. So there could be cause and effect there. Got it. So, I mean, really what we're talking about here, though, is that this is an organization that has access to, uh, that generates a gigantic data set. Yes. And we can learn a ton of things from this data, right? Correct. And they do publish a lot of this information, right? They, that's where all the criticisms of race, gender, ethnicity, performances come from. That mm -hmm. College Board collects this information and then publishes reports at the end of the testing year. Right. So you know the average score by many of these demographic categories. Okay. So within certain groups, you know, if you, you, know, if you, if you meet the criteria to be, you know... Um, African-American, a certain household income, your average score is going to be this, and it's going to be different from people in a different category. 
that's what has traditionally played out. Right. Yeah. Um, but these are the questions that people have as they as they sit and assess whether this is fair. Right. Right. Um, racially and by income level, because the next thing that I had to do was indicate my parents' highest level of education and household income. Which is the weird one for me. Why? Because like, I have never told my children our our income level. Mm. I can't imagine I'm ever going to discuss in any sort of specificity with my children our income level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is really interesting too because I think that this is where, in addition to everything else, this is this is the this part here where people are registering for the exam, but then also in applying for financial aid, you know, doing things like these net price calculators that are available in all these different schools. This is the first time they may be understanding right. what their family's financial situations are. Right. And that's a big, big piece of news for them to receive about who they are and their station and position in life. Yeah. That's that that's bit, yeah, that's interesting. Just because yeah, like what conversations have you had leading to this about what you have versus other families, about what causes that, and about the impact of all of these demographic markers. And I know too that they, they you know, listen to the radio, and they've got a, a lot of different uh, uh, things that they say about like, are you middle class? Yes. You know, what do you consider middle class? And it's all over right. the board, right? Right. Um, you know, somebody makes twenty grand a year, somebody makes two hundred grand a year, all consider themselves middle class. Right. And there's not a, you know, but, but now here the, the rubber's meeting the road, right? Kids are really seeing what their parents make. Right. What's that number that defines middle class? You know, and this is where I, I, I struggle to to recommend that students spend any time at all on the money stuff. Right. I just don't think it's fair. Yeah. All right. Which language do you speak first? Uh, English and another language. I'll say another language. I speak Spanish here at home with the kid. Right. She's bilingual. What language do you know best? Uh, English and another language. I know them very, very good. Uh, very good. That was correct, right? <laughs> well uh, religiously affiliated colleges. Are you interested in religious colleges or religiously affiliated colleges? Yes or no? Um, and then you've got all... Wow, what a list of things. Episcopal, Presbyterian Church, Reformed Church in America, Unitarian Universalist, uh, Wesleyan Church, Church of God... That sounds like a pretty good one. <laughs> As opposed to the churches pretty that definitive. are not of God? Right. I mean, you know, I'm not seeing the, you know, Satanist church on here or anything either, but um, I'm going to just leave that blank, and I'm going to continue. Well, tell me what it, I did wrong. Oh, nothing. Good. Yeah, so now here I feel like this is sort of the meat of it, right? Create my student profile. Creating your college profile part of the your SAT registration, blah, blah, blah. Now... The next thing, student search service, R, with a little circle around it. Mm-hmm. This is a registered trademark of the College Board, student search service. That's right. Um, here's how it works. We'll send your basic college profile information to a variety of schools and programs. Your test scores or phone number are never shared. Then the schools and programs send you information about themselves so you can see if they fit within your plans. You got two options. Yes, comma, definitely, exclamation point, <laughs> or no, comma, thanks, period. Which one do you suppose they're encouraging you to to do yes definitely i want to go to college rather than no i'm a loser and will forever (laughs) fail in life (laughs) so yes definitely um because this is also how they make money right right this is one of the ways they make money um i do not and then the next one advanced placement r with a circle around it do you plan to apply for advanced placement credit i'm gonna say no actually let me ask you a question as a college admissions person, by all means, do you not want the test scores? Like, to send name and demographic information, but not test scores, aren't they just making your job harder? You know, that's a good question, and I don't know how. Um, I mean, I think that what we're talking about here is um, 
we have something called the enrollment planning service, which is something which is something that the College Board provides. And this is to the earlier point, um, the opportunity for us to work with their data set okay. to learn about what's going on at the school level. Basically, okay. I think that's as tight as you can get. Um, so tell me, you know, and then you can you can have anonymous information about how, how many students applied to you know University of Rochester and other sorts of schools sort of within this general demographic or something like that. So you can use that enrollment planning service to you know basically plan your recruitment strategy. Right. So we use it for that, um, and then we do get uh, scores associated with that. You can access that and say what's the average test score for this school and for this demographic within the school and stuff like that, but not individual information. So That's I don't know about how I mean, and, and then. We'll send them information, which basically means that we we buy their 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 basic info based on a based on some criteria. Right. You know, show me all of the students who you know we were down in Latino recruitment last year. So show me all of the Latino students in this in this you know uh, zip code and 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 mail them everything uh, about the University of Rochester. But they won't send you. You cannot request the names of Latino students who have a particular score range. I don't think so. Okay. See, this isn't a part of my portfolio, so gotcha. I have to say no, but I'm not sure. It's a good it's a good question. I mean, and the other thing too though, I think is that you you don't want I mean, the the college board I think is probably acting, you know, in in the best interest of the student here who wants the opportunity to choose whether you see those scores or not, right? Right. Right. I hadn't thought about that angle. I was thinking about that it actually made sense and it looked good for a college board in terms of in my head, they shared student-level information with colleges. But I think this confirms all the things I've heard in other places, that they don't actually share student-level scores, that they leave all of that within the control of the student. Yeah. Which probably makes sense, and I wonder how much public perception is that when, they, when we talk about them selling names... Mm-hmm. That they're selling individual names and the scores that go with it and those type of things, right? Right. I mean, I this know. is why. I mean, I think it's it's unfortunate that this takes forty minutes to go through. I understand why there's so much stuff they're collecting, but on the other hand, there's all this fine print, right? That you should probably read if you want to understand how this is going to work. But on the other hand, you just need to get through this damn thing, right? And no student is reading any of this fine print. So the minute they ask me for my demographic information and ask me to register for student select service, I'm like, y'all sending my name and scores to somebody, mm-hmm. you know? And, mm-hmm. I, and, and I that that. Yeah, creates I mean, and there's a, a, and, and, a weird relationship with College Board. Right. I mean, and there's a and there's a the um, there's a level of mistrust in general these days. Right. I feel like about you know sharing information, but on the other hand, we're sharing everything that we want with everybody, no matter what, via Facebook. But the next time, <laughs> but once somebody else asks for it, damn it, right? No, right, right, exactly. We'll, well, we'll, we'll put, I want to we'll, choose we'll put, who gets my stuff. We'll put more trust in in you know private companies than we will in you know government entities and you know perhaps nonprofits like the SAT. I don't know. Right. Um, so here I have to select my GPA slash rank. I'm going to select my grade point average I had in high school. It was about a B plus. Okay, I was not an A student, but that's, I was close. That's higher than I mine. I was damn so, close. I'm going to put A plus, B plus. <laughs> Heavens, uh, we did not rank. Now I'm I'm given the opportunity to um, rate my ability in the following subjects compared to others of my age. So okay, non traditional student again. Uh, mathematics. I'm going to say below. Actually, I'm going to say average for my age. Okay, I'm average in math. I'm below average on SAT math. But I'm average on math. I, I can do some basic stuff. Science, pretty good. I'm pretty good. You know, I know what like a zygote is and things like that. Writing, I'm gonna say highest ten percent. I'm a pretty good writer. I'm a pretty good writer. Is that is that presumptuous? Should not, I just put above average? Not at all. I think you go for 
they're now we're asking this... you to rate yourself. Right. So, so I've got confidence there. I don't remember this in part of my registration. Okay. This is weird. I wonder what they're doing with this. Yeah, yeah. Continue. All right. Math. Select the total years of study in math that you've taken or plan to take. Uh, I took, I took uh, three years. Senior year, I said, no, I don't want any more math. Um, select your average. Which means that you restricted your college options immediately. For sure. I applied to four, by the way. Okay. So As I did I. You know, yeah. <laughs> select your average grade in math. Well, because eighty is the low, the low end of the B scale. I'm gonna, I'm gonna select B. That was my average grade. Oh my God! Look at this. There's this giant matrix of all of the math you took. Right. I have or plan to take. Um, I took pre-algebra, probably now, in ninth grade. Integrated mm-hmm. math program. I don't know what that is. Um, statistics. I took. I, I like that graduate you school, ignore all of the little help icons. Yeah. <laughs> you go, I don't know what this is. And then you're just like, yeah, I'm not clicking on that yeah. whole thing. Well, I, I get it. I, I, you know, I think I know what they're going for. Algebra 1. I took that, I took that. I think, in, uh, oh, I took that in ninth grade. So I took pre-algebra before that. I took it in ninth grade. I failed it. And I had to go to summer school. And that sucked. And I almost failed it again in summer school. Uh, 10th grade. Algebra 2, I think I took in 11th grade. Yep. And then I didn't. And then I never took any of these other things that are like, High math. I never took any of this. Never took computer science. What was that? I, I computer t- science in my class was like, basically, it was like, don't steal those little balls in the, in the mouse, <laughs> says the teacher. And then I, everybody stole them. I took computer science, and I learned to program in BASIC. Oh, good for you. Do you remember BASIC? I remember that there was a concept. Yes. Yeah. That was, that was, it was really BASIC. Um, I took... I don't remember all these things. I don't think I took oh. British literature, um, world literature. I, I took some of, some of that kind of stuff. Uh, journalism, creative writing, public speaking. All right, fine. I'll just move on. Science, biology. I took it in ninth grade, and then I took I took IB biology actually too. Uh, in, 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 in Thankfully, high none of this is required. I think that's why I don't remember any of this. I think I jumped right past over it. all yeah. these screens. I, I took chemistry. I scraped biochemistry with a C. Environmental science, I don't know, I think I did. Physics, I did not take. Engineering, no way. Space um, science, ooh. Yeah, environmental earth or space science. Uh, but man, I, I wish, you know. Right, I want to um, do space science now. Yeah, social studies, God, here we go again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to update later. That's an option, just in the interest yep. of time here, okay. Um, all right, SAT terms and conditions. My God, look at this. Look at this. It scrolls and scrolls and scrolls. Prohibited items. Who can take the SAT? Ah. ah. You may take the SAT on any four, any of four to seven Saturday administrations. If you're applying to college, applying for a scholarship, those are the only reasons that you can apply, that you can take it. If you're taking the SAT as part of a state or district-funded test administration, you may take the test on the state or district-designated administrative date. Um, if we have reason to believe you are not taking the SAT for its intended purposes, you may be transferred to an administration where the SAT form is disclosed after the test so that you cannot steal the information and Correct. go tell everybody what's going on. Because it's publicly released anyway. Right. In addition, the College Board reserves the right to investigate and cancel the SAT registration and or scores of anyone suspected of attempting to steal and or share test content. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, man. That's like the FBI warning before the VHS tapes. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> um, prohibited items. Guns, bombs, grenades, cell phones, smartwatches, protractors. <laughs> Akil, if you walk up into the test with the protractor, Slick Rick the protractor, 
you are going to be asked to turn right the F around. But here's the challenge, and I have to remember this for the fall. I want to show up with an abacus. It is not forbidden, and it is a type of calculus. I mean, calculator. You would. (laughs) You would. I do not know how to use an abacus. But it would be fun. But it would be fun to have it on my desk during the SAT. You print this out. (laughs) You'd be like, sorry. Look, look, don't say nothing about abacus. All these poor kids sitting in there trying to research, trying to do their tests. All they hear is click, clack, clackety, clack, clack. You come back with your abacus. What a dork. That was, that'd be incredible. Dictionaries or other books? Okay, you can't take any of those in. Okay, I agree to the terms and conditions. Continue. Don't bring colored pencils. God, how long have we been working on this? We've been talking for 40 minutes. I haven't even been doing this for 20 This is going to take a long time. All right. Oh, here we go. Test date. Now, you told... Oh, my God. It costs four math ones that are for old people? Yes. Do you know what those are? October, March, and May. March 2018. That's right. Oh, man. Well, here's the problem I have. I cannot take the October one because I am actually officiating a wedding in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Wow. Were you in, did you get your online wedding certificate? You're damn right I did. <laughs> and uh, I would show it to you right now if I could find it. Oh, here it is. Yes, sir. Credentials of ministry. Nice. Okay. Uh, Universal Life Church Ministry. Me and uh, Conan O'Brien. Um, signed up by the same thing. So I can't do the October one. So did I have to go through to March? You'd have to go through How to do March. you know that those are the ones that old people can take? It actually said it on the previous screen. Um, <laughs> but I also know when the release test date are. It said it on the previous yeah, screen? Yeah, where, where it was listing, you know, in the terms and conditions, yeah. among those 47 pages of terms and conditions, when it said who could take the test, they listed. And also, it's those oh, are the QAS great. months. Okay. Well, um... So, but there's a chance that they could just boot me out anyways, right? Right. Especially because if I put this out now, and we're talking about months and months and months and months into the future. If you register for August, they'll review it, and at some point they'll kick you back and say, you can't do August, you have to do October. I'm going to try August, and I'm going to see what they, I'm going to see what they, uh, what happens. See what they do? Grist for the mill, right? There you go. When they, uh, when they kick, kick back and say no. Um, now, do I want to take the essay? The essay is fourteen dollars. I know, me. but I just this is a lot of money here. That is a lot of money. So you now let's take a step back and let's pretend that it's not me that arguably has fifty nine dollars to burn the program where fee waivers. So for both the SAT and the ACT, they have a fee waiver program where basically, if you're on free and reduced lunch, that's one of the most widely used standards for the fee waiver. If you're on free and reduced lunch, you can take the SAT up to twice for free. So if you're sitting here though, and you're a kid, and you're looking at 46 bucks and you're like okay I, you know and you don't know let's say you don't even know about fee waivers right because you're in one of these schools where uh, the guidance counselor to student ratio is like 1 to 650 and you're not getting the kind of support here that you even know that that's going to happen maybe right away you go forget it I guess I'm not taking it correct that probably happens a lot that probably happens more than it should it's actually one of the arguments for things like school day testing mm-hmm. which they're doing here in New York so this means that Everyone. So New York City has contracted with College Board to provide the SAT for free in all high schools to all juniors sometime in the spring. Usually it's either March or April. Right. So they'll just have a day, a Wednesday, where you go to your own school as if you were going to regular school, but you spend that day taking the SAT. And do all of New York City's school children have to subject themselves to this goddamn 
battery of, of registration uh, minutiae? They have some process by which students are being bulk registered for the school day exam. Hats off to Kristen Harris, by the way, right? That's right. She's the uh, young woman in the Department of Education who's responsible for pulling this whole thing off. Correct. She, she's, she's, she supports schools in the implementation of school day. Yeah. So, and then again, like, let's say I'm, I'm, I'm go back to my fictitious student that's, that's, that's you know, um, gutted by this $46 fee. Now, I'm going to say, I got 46 I don't have 59 I'm not taking the essay. So you probably have a lot of students that are saying that are just looking at it as a, as an add-on, correct? Like like the like the uh, you know the gloss they put on your car after after you wash it, and you're like, it's fine, I don't need that extra thing, you know. And then they just skip it over it, right? Now here's the thing that's kind of interesting about this, right? Is that right underneath the big title in you know 17 maybe 20 point font that says SAT essay, there is a little line in about 10 point font that says some colleges require or recommend the SAT essay. Check with the ones that you're interested in before deciding, and it gives you a link to that. Let's see where that link goes, where right. it says check, <laughs> <laughs> I go check an with page. the ones, nice. and you click on it, and it's an error page. Please it is an error page. Try again later. Oh, that is amazing. Now, if I click on try again later, I don't know. Okay, so anyways. We should tweet the college board and tell them to fix that link. Well, but it, okay. in, like, what's interesting here in this entire registration process is... College Board has answered all of our questions. Mm -hmm. All of the little caveats that we're wondering about as you go through, if you look at the fine print, they do kind of send you to the right place. Mm -hmm. But how many kids are going to just stop? This is, I mean, this is a, this is huge. This is yeah. just a Herculean adventure for people. Oh, I there think. you go. Once okay, you so now we go down. down. Said, do you, fee waiver. Do you have a fee waiver? Right. I wonder if this shouldn't be actually blinking. In bright lights. Next to the cost of the test. Right. Just put it next to the cost of the test. Right. You Instead can get a fee waiver. down a little bit. Past Pass, test accommodations. So you've got one, two, three, and then it's the fourth thing. No, it's one, two, three, four, five. It's the sixth and penultimate entry right. on this page. Right. Is do you have a fee waiver? Right. So I don't. Now there is a required response there. So they're kind of doing their job. Yeah. To try to force you to answer that. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I'm yeah. sure. I mean, and then they say, do you have a fee waiver? Yes. And then you have to have an ID number. Right. You have to have eligibility. So you the fee waiver your process counselor's name. is a bit of a, is like, you have to go to your high school counselor. Fee waiver criteria. And ask for the fee waiver. Again, as with everything, it's more difficult if you're poor. Correct. It is absolutely more difficult it's if you're free, poor. It's free, but damn it, they're not just going to give this away because nope. the code, some people could take advantage of that. Correct. So they want to give this to the real poor people. Correct. And so as a real poor person, you have to go through a whole other battery of things. Yep. I mean, it's not like extensive, but again, it's just the more things you add, like the more people you just want to give up. Yep. I don't want to give up. Okay, student answer service. Order this service to get a detailed report of your test performance. It provides information about the test question types, difficulty levels, and your answers. If you took the essay, you will have to access. You have access to a copy of your essay via your free online score report. Do I want this? No. Yes. Does that actually explain? To, do you know what that is now? No. <laughs> okay. A detailed report of your test performance. So I would assume that this is like you know a fancy little thing in like a spiral bound notebook that says here's what happened. Uh, here's exactly how much you fucked up on this thing, <laughs> and here's where and at what time, and 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 how much uh, more you fucked up than your peers. I like your optimism. Is that more or less? Not at all. Oh. It is a listing of questions. Like question one, you put B. The correct answer was C. 
Okay. Question two, you put B. That's the it. correct answer was B. I want deep. That's not detailed. That is not detailed. Now, there probably is a little bit more breakdown by their categories. Like, you know, on Heart of Darkness, you got seven of 12 right. I would have gotten more than that right on yes. I know that book pretty well. <laughs> so they break it down a little bit more. Maybe it's called Heart of Algebra, not Heart of Darkness. Mm. Um, but they break it down a little bit more categorical than the generic report that you get. Okay. All right. Well, I, I'm going to say no. I would agree. Okay. Continue. Who says yes to that? The 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 parents who are the people the people this? I tutor who want to know how right when when you, when, when I tutor I actually tell, I would tell my kids to buy just in case more information is better if you have the time to review it and want to look at it for a next test right okay. but that's a planning ahead service so now I've gotten to the point where I need to select my test center oh yeah here we go you register you're trying to register for August your test center will be in Saskatchewan <laughs> yeah because everyone now these are all full Thurgood Marshall Academy down the Correct. street on 135th A Philip Randolph High School right by uh, right by City College full Frederick Judge Academy the third El Rowe. oh JFK okay we got the Bronx well, we got one seat um and then that's it yeah this is very interesting. Now, this goes all the way into New Jersey. Now, I believe it's a fifty-mile radius that they're showing you. So, this is this is the pro- this is one of the problems actually that actually occurs um, in, in abroad. This is one of the things that they're trying to, to to resolve one way or another is the fact that you've got people in China, yeah, where you have a enormous uh, rural population mm-hmm. that cannot that needs to travel for days to get to a test center and these things all fill up and there's thousands of people in a room. China's a weird right. example. Now. Uh, the University of Rochester, forward-thinking folks working there that they are, has uh, as a component of its uh, Funkmaster Test Flex policy uh, allowed the Chinese National College Entrance Exam to step in for the SAT expressly for this reason, that it's impossible right. for them to take this exam over there. You know what? The the Gaokao, I do believe it is? That's what it's called. I, I, I believe that from everything I've heard... That makes Here the SAT look like wiffle ball. Oh man, you know I'm like, sure there's feats of strength. Right, you know there's yeah. There was an article about test prep for that test in which they were pumping oxygen into the room to keep the students focused. That's crazy. Yes, that's yeah. <laughs> yes, that sounds like the least fun Vegas I've ever heard of. <laughs> Um, all right, so I'm looking at JFK High School, West 230th Street in Tibbet Ave. Is that in the Bronx? That's, that's up around you. Okay. Can actually, maybe what we should do is you should choose another location. There was no other option. It was the only one. Even Jersey was all grayed out. Okay. I was just thinking, don't take the seat. Oh, right, because that's, now here I go, and I'm going to be a jerk and take a seat for a kid. Right. And now you can't, by the way, don't hit the back button. Everything breaks. Um, Now, there is no way to go back. That's I'm only 65% complete, by the way. You are only 65%. Oh my god! And I'm just about to take the test. I'm about to select this place and go. Yeah, but now I can't. And it's only 65%. I guess we'll we'll just power forward. But um, you're right. I shouldn't take the seat because this is a kid that probably really needs to do it. You can come back later and change it. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna continue. 60, 75%. Whoa, we went right up to 75%. Now, photo requirements. I have to provide a photo right now? Yeah, your photo has to look like this creepy dude. Oh, man. <laughs> By the way, the, 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 they, they're delivering the uh, concrete. I can hear Finally. It. Oh, man. 
Um, examples of unacceptable photos. I w- there are some better ones they could have. I, I have plenty of examples of unacceptable photos. Must they should have put a kid like slamming a beer. <laughs> um, upload photo. Can I come back to this? No, I have to f- come up with something. All right, let's just press pause while I figure this out. Okay, there it is. That's beautiful. That was, I, I, I need to trim my beard for sure. Right, so I can't. So it says. Your appearance in the photo must match how you look on the day of the test. So I cannot shave my beard and walk in there. Correct. There was a report from some schools I knew of in New York about four or five years ago that some students got kicked out because of changed hairstyle. Mm. Yeah, so it's legit. And it's weird because I think it was at, like, their school mm-hmm. where people should have known. Like, you mm. can look at, like, my face don't change that much but by cutting is, my hair. You're not but messing around here. Yeah, they're not messing okay. around. Now, I'm at 80% complete, and I'm taking the SAT practice materials. Um, I have a raft. I have about four different items I can select here that, if I select them all, will probably cost about $150. That's right. I'm going to assume these are College Board products. They are certainly College Board products. And the first one... Contains all eight tests that you can download for free. The official SAT study guide. Correct. That's all eight of these, of the, the new exam sittings Correct. that we've had so far. The, no, it's four fake ones, four that they made before the first new exam sitting, and four that have come out since, because oh, they I don't see. release all of them. But these are, okay. But what's interesting is that that book of 250 pages or so, maybe it's 500 pages, costs twenty eight ninety nine. dollars mm-hmm. but you can download all those pages for free. Wow. Uh, where? Uh, College Board's website, Khan Academy, all that stuff is there. So Google it, you can find it. Yeah. You don't need some kind of, you know, lime wire. Nope. <laughs> you may need Napster to do it. Napster would have it, probably. Boy. Okay, so now we're at the, uh, we're at the shopping cart, um, and uh, I've got a f- $46 here, okay, that I need to confirm my order. Um, I'm looking at all this stuff. 12th grader higher. <laughs> um, Lincoln High School, uh, Portland, Oregon. Uh, this is this is just a crazy demographic thing here. Everything everything is just weird. So, click the make payment button. Okay, I'm gonna press pause while I go get get my wallet. All right. All right. Uh, back with the loot. Let's uh, bust it out. Let's make this payment. God knows I got no better way to spend $46. Um, Now I'm confirming my information to make sure that I haven't lied on anything here. Right? The personal information, name, date of birth, and sex is correct. But, you know, the, the, the information I gave them about my high school and stuff, that doesn't, that's not on here. Right. It's just the, the most essential sort of pieces of who you are. Okay. I'm confirming. Making the payment. Oh, PayPal. That's right. College. I didn't even need to go with, and get this. With the times. Oh, you like PayPal, huh? Okay. Yeah, what, you know, whatever. It is what it is. What is PayPal, it says. There are some people that still don't know. Um, Should so they be that. allowed to register for the SAT if they don't know what PayPal is? It's making certain presumptions, I suppose, that are unfair. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of people know a lot of things. You know, some people know what LimeWire is. <laughs> I don't. I'm not old you enough to know what LimeWire is. Not at all. That's false. <laughs> okay. Um, we're, we're, we're burning through PayPal here. Now, here's one of the things that um, I'm interested in, you know, and that they're making it difficult for me, the education professional, to take this test. 
You know, mm-hmm. that they're forcing me to be duplicitous in many different instances here in order to do this. And if I'm the college board, maybe one of the things I say is, um, oh, God. Well, I say that too, but I just realized that I've officially registered for the SAT. You are officially registered. Oh, my God. It's not that scary. Well, I like for how. You. I, <laughs> now, here's, there's a couple things that happen here. One is, no one will ever know your score unless you report it. I've said I'm going to share it. It's that only fair. Saying you're going to share it and Doing Photoshop it are thing. entirely two different things. I just say it with my words, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I will. I will. You know, say that I am often suspect of people in this industry who have all these perfect scores because there's no verification. Mm-hmm. So I think you have very little pressure, unlike what a in, high school what kid. What industry? Like test, test preparation, because this is what college guys, admissions, right? I mean, you guys are you're go, you're taking you've took you've taken this test. I've taken the test, and I've actually shared. I've put an image of my scores online. I've blogged do? about my scores. Last time I officially did it was 2011. Okay, on the old test. Yeah, and I, I got a couple of 700s and an 800. My I had a fake 800. I believe in math because I got maybe two questions wrong for that 800. Mm. So it was a nice curve. So, it was a, it was a, so I call that a fake 800. Mm. I also had my score. I paid $55 to have my score rescored because there were a couple of verbal questions that I was adamant I did not get wrong, that they marked wrong. So you paid $55 for them to rescore it? Yes. Wow. And I got the most... Can anybody do that? Yes. And did you did they rescore it? They, they did. Get... I got a very unsatisfactory letter that says, here's 10 more points. Kiss my ass. They didn't say that. The, no, but that was the essence. Was of, right? okay, I was going to say, I was like, wow, they really... <laughs> right. No, that was the essence of it. It's gotten quite cocky right. there. The we rescored board. it. You're 10 points higher. With no explanation as to what actually happened and why was it 10 but not 20 or 30 or 40. But look, it either is or isn't right, right? That is... What is the gray area there? One would expect them to say something like, one question was bubbled incompletely and when we looked at it by hand... It occurred once, right? Like something that at least makes it more fulfilling. But this is another thing, though, that like you know, who knows that you can even do that, right? And are there fee waivers for that? Nope. Okay, so if you're a poor also kid, the time for that is ridiculous. It you're took a poor maybe. smart kid who knows you you absolutely you got you did the thing you got the detailed report back. Yep. And you're like, no, absolutely not. I remember that that was correct. Right. But I don't have fifty five bucks. Correct. So now you're you know correct. Right. So that's actually another, right because you would actually the reason I knew it was because I took a test that I could get the detailed report back, and I got it back. I looked at it. I was fairly sure some things were marked incorrectly. Therefore, I paid. And so on top of the thirteen dollars for the detailed report, there was another fifty-five dollars to ask them to rescore it, whether they changed the score or not. So this is interesting. I mean, and it's presented itself through. And I'm glad we did this because I think I learned a lot about at least what you know how the SAT kind of operates and what students are going through just at the preliminary level here, the preliminary stages of even trying to sign up for this, which is that there are tiers of experience that you can have with this based on income. Yes. And that they do a really good job, as we saw saw there, of at least creating the the fee waiver. Right. But then you've got the detailed score report, which can then give you information. Fee waiver is available for that. I forgot about that. The fee waiver does cover that. For the uh, the report. For the question answer service and the student answer service. Okay. But now to challenge the scores, though. I don't think fee waiver covers that. So, but it's interesting. I mean, and then again, even if if you have uh, waivers or not, you know, again... You know, these all look like add-ons that right. it, it wasn't a, it wasn't very clear in, in, in any instance except for the general fee waiver whether one exists or not, it Correct. seems. Correct. So, um, 
So that's challenging, you know, I think if you're a certain kind of a student. So what, one of the things that I was going to say, though, before I said, oh, God, because I clicked through and I said that I actually registered the SAT as a grown-ass man, is that um, you you can't, like, the, the, the college board might say, you don't need to sit for the test, just take a practice test if you really want to know what's on it. Correct. But I'm not getting the experience. True. And I want the full empathy. And maybe part of it is just, like, get over it, you're not going to get it, because right. you can't just be you know in a student's life as a student all the time but I mean what's the difference there's a big difference in the experience now I think you can have levels of that experience you could go to Princeton Review and take a practice test with them right that gives you the level of somebody else is proctoring me I'm not in my home so if they kick me out of this can I do that yes you can will you be my proctor will you be my proctor Dre I absolutely will Okay. I'm, I'm down. All right. Easy. So we've got our out here. We've got In your case out. I get a, an angry handwritten letter <laughs> from David Coleman, chief executive officer matrician of the college board, saying, listen, you duplicitous adult, this is not happening, signed DC. That's right. With a that's lips- actually how they all come. With a lipstick smooch, probably. That's what I hear. Um, then... I'll come knock on your door. I'll go sit in there. Sounds like fun. Now, one of the things that Adam told me in the last one that, like, if I go and I'm sitting in the in the, in the thing, that I'm actually screwing with the with the experience for the other kids because they're like, "Who's this grown up over here?" There is a little of that. I mean, because these kids, like, everything is on edge yes. when they're sitting in here, right? They do look around each other. Like, they, it's always weird walking in because they're like, "Who is this creepo?" You know. But one of the things I learned the last time I took it, um, I think I blogged about it. The proctor gave the wrong answers. Hmm. Like, someone asked the proctor, should you guess randomly on the test? And this is the old test, right? This isn't the kind of thing you want to be doing at that moment. Right. Well, there was that, right? There was the the one question of, like, you should know this before you walk in. But then the proctor's response was, I proctored the ACT last week. Now, this is during the SAT. I proctored the ACT, and on the ACT, you should. At the time, the answer for the SAT was, you should not. Mm -hmm. Other kids in the room shouted her down Mm. and cleared it up. But... Imagine if they didn't. That sounds like a good, nice little Lord of the Flies situation. You could bust it out right there in, yeah, the, in, the, in there, the test center. There's a whole lot of stuff oh, that goes man. down in test centers. So look, I now have the opportunity to print my admissions ticket. Yes, you My have. admission ticket. Oh, okay. So this is not my... <laughs> I have not been admitted to a college. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I Certainly not. Like no, 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 no. Which, by the way, now... Um, you know, you heard us talking about Slate. This is a new technology that absolutely everybody is using to do their admissions operations these days. These, one of the new features that they rolled out is that you can, um, uh, you, if you get an, uh, an, a digital uh, notification of your admission um, delivered to your student portal for whatever college, open it up. Um, can, there's, there's digital confetti. Okay. Yay. But now what you can do is you can actually choose what the confetti is. <laughs> So if I wanted to pick, you know, whatever emoji, now I can have all the smiley face emojis or, you know, the mind reels, right? I'm bothered by Um, that. Yeah. So anyways, I have an admission ticket here. I wonder if there's anything on here that says don't share this on social media. Probably. They don't, but you probably shouldn't. I mean, there's you know, probably more like, information of like yours than you want to share here on social media. But The fact that I went to Lincoln High School and my date of birth. Yeah, I didn't put my uh, my uh, uh, social security number on it. Right. But yeah, okay. So I got that. But then I got step two. Send my scores to colleges and scholarship programs. 
I like that they separated that. So you're registered and you don't have to worry about it. Actually, that's weird. So here's another thing that's going to hit the, impact, the income. They didn't anywhere along this process tell you that if you don't take step two, which is separate from registering for the test, and choose where you send your four free reports, you lose those free reports nine days after the test. Where, would I, where am I supposed to learn about that? Yes, exactly. On this page, after you're done registering, you have your admissions ticket, and you've probably gotten up and walked away because it took 40 minutes. Yeah. I've gone to the bathroom. Right, exactly. Right? So, I've gone to my room and curled up in the fetal position. Right. Because this is now looming over me. Um, so, but then we've got a couple of other options here. So, step one, print my admission ticket. Step two, send my scores. Step three, complete your Wait, college go, profile. Go back to send your scores. Okay. Sending your official scores is the only way to ensure that colleges receive your scores. This is, again, big print, small print, oh, right? It okay. says, send your scores in 25-point font, right. and things to know, and your four free reports okay. are included, is in 8-point font. Four reports are included with your free registration. It four doesn't say, free reports so, are included with your paid registration. So it doesn't say, though, that you have to do that within a period of time. It doesn't, nope. It doesn't nine days? Not. Yep. What the hell? Why nine? Because nine is less than ten. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sending scores with your registration is the fastest way to send scores. Not only is it the best, but it's the fastest. Many colleges view receiving your scores early as a demonstration of your interest. That's Ooh, interesting. And that makes it ethical. Who does that? Who? I mean, is that true, I wonder? None of us are sitting here poring over the fact that, oh my god, this kid got their thing into us soon. But I would imagine now in the... But sending them period means that you're interested because it starts an application file, does it not? It could be one of the things it does. Right, like schools choose that differently, sort of what 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 might kick that off or not. But yeah, I mean, sure. So sending, I mean, sure, anything that says I've started the process with you is a demonstration of interest. If you were to visit any number of college admissions panels that are, you know, in whatever high school auditorium on parents' nights talking to juniors, and a mm -hmm. parent stood up and said, "Is sending my scores uh, as quickly as possible." Are you going to notice that as a demonstration of interest? No. You would find you wouldn't find a single admissions counselor who would right. say yes, unless you might find some sort of you know very very high level kind of you know VP of enrollment person who would say, well, it's in our algorithm for right. X Y Z, but I, you know what I mean? They don't view that. That's interesting. Are you focused on the early? I was thinking about the sending period. Yeah. Right. Like, and you're right. It does say early. Sending your scores early is a demonstration of interest. That is weird. Yeah. That's very, very weird. Well, and this is a, a whole other can of worms to talk about this concept of demonstrated interest. Yes. And uh, for another day. Complete your college profile, which I'm only 45% complete. I don't know. I can't remember what that is. Um, let's see if I can open it in a new tab. I can. My college profile. Oh, I think these are the things where I'm like, have to, oh, yeah, so I have to. So have to go through all of the uh, all the, the the classes that I took and levels of proficiency and stuff like that. Okay, so I have to fi I have to finish that at some point. Um, get ready for the SAT with official SAT practice for free. Help you build your confidence. That's is that K H A N. That's right. That's right. I saw that somewhere recently on social oh, media. Okay, so we're talking about the Khan Academy partnership with the College Board, which is free test prep. It is free test practice. Let's say that better. I believe I'm going to claim responsibility for them shifting in about 2015 from calling it test prep to calling it practice. Okay. It is not test prep. It is test practice. What's the difference? Test prep is about strategy and 
managing the test mm-hmm. more so than just pounding away at practicing. Okay. Con is here's a crap ton of questions. Maybe they sort it better. Maybe maybe they give you some you know these questions particularly practice on, but it isn't holistic strategies. Never going to mention it hasn't yet mentioned things like guessing and skipping and things that are not about the academic approach to taking the test. Got it. So okay. Um, one of the other things here it says is I have to take to buy College Board SAT practice materials and make sure you're ready to take the test. So they've really, that's, like... That's, they blur. They're blurring the lines here. Well, on, in almost every single one of these pages that we've clicked to, there's been something for sale. Yes. Right? So I, I think that this... Right, rightly, I think, chips away at people's sort of understanding of, of, of this exam. Yes. Because I think it be, it's very easy to confuse this with just something that's out to make money because at every turn they're asking you to spend some money on something. Yes. To upgrade your experience by taking the essay. Yeah. To upgrade your experience by getting the, you know, by getting the, uh, the, the, the detailed testing. Um, and so uh, I guess I, I, I'm, we're sitting here being very, very cynical about this whole thing, you know, because I think that's it's snarky is it makes for better radio, I think. But in and general, since like, this is, I'm so star- snarky, I've been actually working really hard to give them the benefit of the doubt. Uh huh. And I can say that you're right about that, knowing you. And I been, and I haven't, yeah. and I haven't been able to, right? Because like this, they've given you four steps here. Your first five steps. Mm-hmm. The first step was to register for the test, mm-hmm. and and so we we did that. We pr- we got our admissions ticket. But then the next four steps, they aren't comparable. Like these things aren't really comparable. But these are practice just things for that are at free the... on con versus buy these practice materials, which you can download for free anyway. Well, and it's also like, it's the, it's 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 presented as a continuum of things you should do. Right. You know, it's not it's not here's a checklist of things you can you can do if you want. Right. You know, like either do free stuff or buy stuff. Right. It's do this then do that. Why not give us the required things and make it really clear what the required things are to get into college versus the optional things that may help you prepare for the test if you choose to prepare in this way. Mm -hmm. And they're not distinguishing those things at all. Okay. Um, Well, I guess that's that. Uh, We'll see what I get back from them. In terms of uh, whether I'm actually allowed to go over and take this exam, I'm, I'm going to go with probably not. I'm going to think they're going to. I think they're going to kick me out. They should you? certainly kick you out. They should. Yes. Frankly, I would welcome this because I took this kid's seat that's going to sit right. there in August. Yeah. You know, and I'll do it probably in another year or so. But one way or another, we've 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 learned a lot. I think about this stuff. Um, now, if I was to go over to the ACT, how long would that take me? <laughs> probably another forty minutes. You think so? I think so. I think because I mean, why they're, would they're they all do doing the same, the same way, thing. right? Yeah, they're going to do the same thing. Okay. I mean, I don't want to do it all right now, but I mean, uh, uh, it's there as an option. Yep. So, uh, how do I, what do I do now when I go take the test? My, how do I do a good job? You take a calculator. Graphing uh, calculator? You don't need a graphing calculator. Okay. Although, if you go to the Texas Instruments website, they will actually suggest that a graphing calculator is recommended for the test. Hmm. No one except Texas Instruments recommends the graphing calculator. Mm. College Board doesn't even say a calculator is required. Mm-hmm. A calcul- I believe College well, Board you know, recommends a calculator, period. 
but yeah. not a graphing. I mean, there are a couple of things I believe that the, the, the SAT recommended here that other people might not recommend. You know what I mean? It's because yes. it's their product. Right. Which which is blurs the whole thing, right? The, the selling of a product. The fact that I can juxtapose Texas Instrument hawking their graphing calculator as a requirement for the test with College Board hawking something as a requirement for the test is problematic. So let me... Um, you know, step out of this a little bit and just ask. You know, in the last year since we've since we've had, however many administrations of this new SAT, you know, what have we learned about it? Has it resolved the problems that it sought God, to no. do? I mean, do what do we? What, you know, we've, what's going on now? We've learned that a test is a test, of course, of course, and no one can change them. I don't know. We've learned that it's the SAT. The SAT's changed 15 times. This is ch this is a bigger change than often. One of the things that I think I heard was that scores went up. Average scores went up. They changed how it was scored. So that's almost a meaningless thing. So scores were going to go up because they removed the guessing penalty. So that eliminates a certain bottom. Like before you could actually get a raw score of negative 15 on the test. You can no longer get a negative 15. You, it's even hard to get a zero. Because if you guessed randomly, a cat with a pencil will get about a 340, I believe it is, on the test. I'd like to see that. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on training a cat right now. I've got a cat. Well, she we, does some tricks. She can't hold a pencil or, or really be able to kind of hold attention long enough in a test center. But we can try. Okay. We can we can see what we can do because if shot. you guessed randomly on just the math, you should end up with around a three something. Okay. So the so old tests, scores, if so you get randomly, it would be in the 200s. So this is one of the things that we were presented with as admissions counselors was that scores went up, so everybody went, oh wow, you know. Um, everything's better kind of you know yeah. and I wonder if it wasn't also the kind of thing that might have worked well for marketing purposes right. to say hey look you know us over here at the SAT we can offer you a, a bit of a bump in what you think your score is going to be right. the better phrasing of that would be the average score the cur the, the, the score range changed uh -huh. the score range narrowed right if we narrow the score range from you know 200 to 1600 to let's say it's 300 to 1600 then the average will probably shift up a bit and that's in essence what happened this is where you're starting to get above <laughs> average <laughs> above my average in, in uh, pure math but, but this way, is your job. if there are fewer numbers possible yeah then the middle is probably going to be higher see now i understood that thank you i, I, I tried dumbing it down I <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's going on between the SAT and the ACT these days? As Adam said, it they, uh, they they friggin' hate each other's guts. Is that still going on? Have they, have they gotten closer to one another? I think they they they're you know they're they're comp them competitors and they are competing. Um, it is interesting watching what the two companies are doing. As far as the students are concerned, I don't think there's any there's anything going on. What's going on in the realm of state contracts with these? There's just fights, 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 fights. They're all negotiating around who can get what state contract. SAT being bigger and having more products in the market, I think has an advantage. So ACT started with state contracts first. College Board came late to the game. ACT started in like 2007. College Board came into the game maybe 2012, 2000, something like that, 13, something like that. So ACT had a head start. College Board came into the game later. They're starting to take over ACT states. 
So there's a big fight in terms of who's going to get those massive state contracts to deliver the test to all kids. Now, the, uh, the, the public school system here in New York City is the biggest in the country. Correct. Being able to... Uh, 1.1 million students total, 70,000 or so per grade. As one <laughs> non-cynical, actually extremely cynical high school teacher, I don't know if there's if they're such a thing as the, the alternative to that, high school teacher told me, the biggest daycare facility in the world. <laughs> uh, that's terrible. But anyways, yeah, 1.1 million school children. And being able to administer an exam, so if you've got 70,000 kids per grade, you've got 70,000 kids taking a school day test. Correct. Um, that looks like a really good thing that you can pull off as an organization that might work to sell your product to states looking to do something similar. Correct. And it's, 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 what's interesting about it is College Board's not pulling it off. College Board doesn't administer anything. New York City's pulling it off. New York City's pulling it off. Okay. So New York City is in every high school helping them organize this and making sure tables are far enough apart Uh and there are no partitions so scores don't get canceled and things like that. protractors in. Right, right. You've got to make sure there's no protractors or compasi, whatever the Latin plural of compass would be. No Texas instruments, no unnecessary ones. Right. Um, Okay. So, yeah. They, there, there's, there's a lot of competition within who's going to deliver the state, state contract. Okay. So now what do I do? Now you take your test and you, and you experience the joy that is SAT test taking. I got to lose and. weight. <laughs> All I can see is this stupid picture of myself. Like, you will yeah. see that picture a lot. It is actually kind of annoying oh, that they boy. show you your own picture so much that you just become, I don't want to see it again. Well, it'll be the before photo, won't it? Okay. okay. And after it'll look different? Yeah. Yes, I'll be. I, I, I will not have eaten for the, a period of weeks, you know, leading up to the exam, and uh, and I'll uh, I'll be very sick and depressed. So if you don't score high enough to get into the University of Rochester, what happens? There's no such thing. <laughs> That's We're true. very holistic. You are holistic and flexible. Um, you know, but uh, there's all kinds of different things that. Uh, that's going to be the question. I have to take this score. I'm going to, you know, share it with my boss and that's give me right. opportunity to fire me. You know what I mean, based on my score. I think. And that's when he doesn't, prove to people that this doesn't matter in real life. It matters for one thing, and that's college admission. And in a lot of cases, it doesn't matter at all, even in that. That that and that right there, I think, is probably the most important thing here, right? I think there's been a creep in messaging, college and career readiness. The SAT indicating career readiness. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't do well, let's say you get a zero on the test. What does that have to do with your career? Right. And your readiness for that career? Right. And I'm remembering something that you sent to me uh, that, I mean, again, proves that this is, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, non-traditional students taking the SAT like me are, are, are extreme outliers. Yes. You know, we are not the norm, but I'm reminded of something that you sent me from uh, Valar Examinulis. Uh, proving that um, there was a, the official SAT study guide says in here taking the SAT increases the opportunities you have in your life. That's that. That's right. Clearly. And, and so, I'm looking forward to that happening. I think God knows I could use some more opportunities. I may be able to, you know, I don't know, get a new wife, have other children, like get a new job because of the SAT, like because it will increase my life opportunity. Life expectancy might go up. I hope your wife doesn't listen. <laughs> like, like, what are all of these things in life that it's going to change? I mean, just more. 
there's just more. I mean, you know, uh, it's not. Does that mean I have to become Mormon and get more wives? Increases the opportunities you have. I mean, I, there's no more definition there. <laughs> the, the mind reels and uh, as that's it should. the messaging creep that I hate. Akil, you've been ridiculously helpful here. Awesome. Um, and uh, I'm glad we could do this. And uh, I'll let you know what happens if they kick me out. And then I'll come join you at your uh, your your test center where you're pumping oxygen in. Sounds fun. All right, man. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So today is September 12th, and I'll just kill the suspense right now. The College Board canceled my registration for the August 26th SAT date and refunded my money. Basically, they sent me a questionnaire asking me why I was taking the test. I was honest, and I said I was doing this as a media stunt. I mean, to learn firsthand what it's like to take the SAT since it's been almost 20 years gulp since I I took it last. Arguably, here's where I could have pled my case as a legitimate non-traditional student in order to hang on to that opportunity to take the exam, but they said, yeah, no. So uh, I will be taking Akil up on his offer, I think, to go sit in a test prep center somewhere uh, and take a practice exam. Hopefully he can pack the room with nervous teenagers to give me the full experiential effect. Regardless, I think we saw over the last hour or so a really business-minded, non-profit organization which is highly protective of its product and its integrity, as they should be. Uh, I mean, this is the result of something being high stakes. People will find a way to try to cut corners, to lower the barriers to entry. Uh, And last year, there were about 1.6 million SAT takers. Standardizing and protecting a process for that many people all over the world is a task I definitely don't envy. And I appreciated at least that I could get as far as I did in the registration process so that we could talk about this stuff. Um, I think we found some truth in the degree to which the process may still have a ways to go to truly sort of level the playing field for uh, everybody that is taking the test in Khan Academy. Uh, the free test practice option is a, a welcome uh, next step, but it's clear that those who've got a few more bucks in the bank may be able to purchase a bit more of an edge in the process. It's worth not losing sight of this one piece of the registration process that Akil and I stumbled across here, which is that in addition to all the other kinds of soul-bearing kids are asked to do while applying to college, this is liable to be the first time that they really understand just what their household income is. I don't care who you are, that's just awkward for kids to have to be involved in that. Heartbreaking though it is, I'm sure, uh, most kids understand when they hear from their parents, you know, sorry, we just can't afford it. But perhaps the depth of that and the home economics behind parents having to come to that decision is and should be largely unknown to the kid. And if all of this is a rite of passage into adulthood, that may for some kids be the biggest and most sobering bit of growing up that they do during all of this. And applying to colleges full of moments like these. While I haven't yet acquired the empathetic experience I am looking for in taking the SAT, I can say I definitely got closer just by registering for it. Rate the show on iTunes, send me a note, crushpod at gmail.com, follow me on Twitter. I'm off to the NACAC convention in Boston early tomorrow morning. I'm on a train. Looking forward to taking the train. You can stretch your legs all the way out in front of you. It's amazing. Um, I'm going to try and kind of go gonzo with the microphone here, see what I can learn there from the conference participants, the thousands and thousands of conference participants. Um, So stay tuned for reports from the field and from the front lines of admissions land at the National Conference for People in Our Business, NACAC. Thanks, everybody. 
Spread love.